Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Welcome to Life Point. Thank you for listening today, and I pray that your day is going well. Because you know what? I want God in the center of your life and my life, and we need the world to know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the Word of God. Thank you for its truth. Thank you for all our listeners. Thank you for this great radio station. And God, I pray you lead us, you guide us, you take us to places in our life that we've never been. God, you give us a courage to stand our ground in defending you. Lord, I pray that you would help us fight against the world's tactics and all those things out there that are not of God. Lord, I pray that we'd be people, be holy people. Lord, that we'd be prayerful people, people that lift up your name. And Lord, I thank you for every listener. And Lord, for their positive comments so many times. Lord, thank you for them. And I pray that you'd be near to them. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know, one of the great things that went around, oh, about 20 years ago, or 25 years ago, was a little book. It's called The Jabez Prayer, The Prayer of Jabez. And so I want to talk a little bit about that. I haven't talked about Jabez in, boy, years and years. And it comes out of First Chronicles uh, chapter 4, uh, verse 10. But, you know, the word Jabez means in Hebrew, sorrow, burden, miserable. I mean, that's not a good thing to be named after. How would you like to have that and have your your name mean something to that level? And uh, so Jabez, that's, he was labeled with that. His mother said, I gave birth to him in pain. And, of course, I got thinking to myself, well, I think, and I'm not a woman, but I think most women go through a little bit of pain to have childbirth. But she made it very prominent. I gave birth to him in pain. So Jabez was labeled with sorrow at birth. I'm telling you what, I don't want to be labeled with sorrow at birth. If anybody could be sorrowful, and she'd be my mother. I came out nine pounds, two ounces. That had couldn't have been a great situation. Never really talked to my mother about it, but uh, I'm telling you what, uh, it probably wasn't wasn't joyful her back then, especially when they didn't have epidurals or anything like that now. But anyway, so that's how he was labeled. But he had a prayer to God. There's not a lot known about Jabez. They, they believe he came from a Levite in the, in the lineage of, of Moses. That's kind of what is thought. But there's not a lot known about him, only this short prayer that he prayed because the prayer was so powerful. And people of God, prayer is powerful. Prayer is powerful. We need to call upon God. But let me read to you his prayer. And it says this in verse 9, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Well, Jabez cried out to God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And listen to this part. And God granted his request. He cried out to God. He was completely submissive to God's will for his life. And he cried out for God for help. He was being true. He was being honest. He meant business with God. You know, the truth of the matter is, folks, so many people don't mean business with God. So many people just kind of go along the way life goes and throw up prayers here and there with not a lot said about them, not a lot of thought. 
and I and I've got caught up in that years ago. You pray for dinner. You go pray for dinner. Lord, thanks for the food. Bless and nourish my body. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. We sometimes don't even think about what we're saying until I think I have, I've told you several times about sitting down to an unhealthy meal, a taco cheese dog and French fries at Jack's Drive-In in Caldwell, Idaho. The place I was raised, I was there the day they opened in 1963 when Jack felt built, had the place built. And I they made this taco cheese dog and and as I'm praying, I, I'm outside. I, I get this meal with, uh, and so I'm sitting down ready, and I start praying, Lord, help this nourish my body in Jesus' name. And I thought, what a terrible thing. Grilled hot dogs and, and taco meat and cheese and deep-fried French fries and fattening fry sauce. I'm eating all this. So I th- then and there, I realized, man, sometimes you don't even think about what you pray. So that's when I changed my prayer. And I said, dear God, do the very best you can with this in Jesus' name. Amen. I think sometimes we gotta be honest. I not sometimes, all the time, honest with God. Know what we're praying. Pray with purpose. Pray with desire. He prayed with desire. He was being true and honest, and he meant business with God. In fact, David in Psalms 34, 6 says, This poor man called, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. You see, that's what God does. He saves us out of our troubles. We all go through troubled times in our lives. We all go through discouragement in our lives. During this crazy COVID, there's been so much discouragement out there. People are discouraged. Even staff members are discouraged. Sometimes they're saying, uh, people are saying, well, what do I have to do? I don't even know what to do because you, you know, people don't want you visiting them. They're not real bugs about you coming over to their house and you, and you're not having service. You know, we are having service now, by the way, we are outside in our back lawn at nine 30 every Sunday. By the way, I'd love to have you stop by. And not only that, we now have radio service. So if you pull up in the back lawn and pull around the lawn and park in those spaces, which our parking attendants will help you. You can listen to it on the radio. You don't even have to to walk outside. You can just tune in and listen and watch us out on the back lawn. And you want to get a donut or some uh, fruit, you can grab some donut and fruit, take to your car that we have out there. But you know what? We're trying to make, make things better so people can be a part of church. You know, where so many people aren't a part now. So many people are are at home because, you know, the fear of the virus. And I don't blame any of them, especially if they're unhealthy and they have underlying circumstances. But I'm telling you, uh, Jabez called out to God. He cried out to God that God would bless him and that God would uh, lead him. And he was submissive to God's will. People of God, be submissive to what God's will is for your life. What does God have planned for you? What great things does God has, have planned for you? I think he has wonderful things planned for you. Are you seeking his will, his direction in your life? Are you crying out to him? Or are you just just randomly call upon him whenever? When you go to bed at night, Lord, thanks for the day. It was a great day. Lord, be with tomorrow. Is there any substance to your communication with God, Jabez had substance. He believed that God was going to answer his prayers. And then the second one he talked about, it says Jabez asked God to bless him. He wanted to be blessed. I think we all want to be blessed in life. Man, I like being blessed, and it seems like God honors those who honor him, according to uh Second Samuel, you know, God, our first Samuel, God honors those who honor 
him. And folks, that's what he wants to do. And Jabez was asking God to bless him. You know, so what we need to do is this. We need to approach God with confidence. God, I believe in you. I have faith in you. I have trust that you're going to do great things in my life. I have trust that you're going to bless me all over the place because because I'm going to honor you and I'm going to put you first. You know, Lord, none of us deserve your blessings. None of us have earned your blessings. But God, you bless us when we honor you. And Jabez, he asked God to bless him. And of course, we know that God did. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us approach God's throne with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Did you hear that? Hebrews 4.16, make a note of that. Let us approach God's throne with confidence, knowing that he hears us, knowing that he answers our prayer, knowing he wants what's best for us. But he wants us to ask. He wants us to personally ask him to help us. He says to ask so that you will receive mercy, that God would be merciful to you, and that you would find grace, you'd find his unmerited favor to help you, and what it says, help you in time of need. People, we all have times of need. I have times of need. There's been times in my life that I've been discouraged. I try to stay very positive. I try to be very upbeat because you know what? I have a good-sized church that needs me to be positive and upbeat. But sometimes in my own personal life, in my own feeling when I'm all alone, sometimes I feel all alone. Sometimes I feel like I'm on an island and yelling out and hoping someone hears. And you know what? God always hears. God always hears. That's why I love my early mornings when I can be alone with God. A lot of times I just call upon him and I just listen to his word. As I tell you, I listen uh, from the Gideon app of the Bible. I listen to the words of God. The other day I listened to the first 19 chapters of Revelation in the morning and listened to uh, uh, the revelation from God, from Jesus to to John. And uh, it was, you know, it was, again, it's always interesting. It's always interesting, especially when God is speaking to the seven churches. Jesus is speaking to the seven churches and through John and and the advice that he gives them to stay true, to stand their ground in defending him. So we don't have in our lives, folks, because of one thing. We don't ask. We wish, but we don't ask. Oh, I wish I had this. I wish I had that. I wish I was better at this. I wish I was better than that. My father always told me, he says, Tom, you got to ask God. He says, son, you're the only of our four boys we had three brothers, Dave, Doug, and Dan. He said, you're the only one that ever asked me for anything. You're the only one ever asked me for money or gas for the car. You're the only one. And, you know, he gave freely. He says, you know, I would have gave, but nobody asked. But you asked. And I thought to myself, I hope I wasn't a beggar growing up. But, I, but you know, I've learned a long time ago, you've got to ask. Sometimes in churches, they have to raise money for uh, various things, like even in our church, like different situations like for houses like our church likes doing houses for Vincent Katuku for the uh, uh, his ministry in Africa and and sometimes I make an ask I said hey how would you like to support this but you, but you wouldn't receive if you didn't ask and we've made I think we're on our third or fourth house right now but I think 
people need to ask of God. Jabez did. Hey, we're going to talk more about this tomorrow. Hope you tune in. Lord bless you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.